Welcome everyone to another episode of From the Sands, the Cool Picks show. On today's episode, we have former NHL goaltender Eddie Lack on the show to join us. Uh, during the show, we will talk about his NHL career, what it was like to play out in Sweden and come to North America and play in the National Hockey League, his experiences between four different teams, um, and so much more. So without further ado, let's get Eddie on the show and get things started. All right, Eddie Lack, how are you, sir? Good, how are you? Good, man. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us today. For sure, for sure. Thank you for having me. So I know you got a hectic and a slam schedule, so we'll get things rolling. So where did the passion for hockey come from? Uh, so when Sweden won the Olympics in 94, uh, I was just six years old and I watched on uh, TV or I listened on like the radio. I can't really remember uh exactly how but but uh, yeah when they won i basically just uh, told my dad uh, that this is something that i want to do and this is something that i want to try so yeah i i i tried it and i loved it that's incredible now you started your hockey career obviously in sweden played for lexans and brinus before moving to the national hockey league how much work and preparation was there for you to put in before transferring to the national hockey league uh, I honestly felt that playing over here was e easier for me with like the smaller ranks and everything. Like I, I, I've never been uh, the best skating goalie. Uh, so like the big ice and everything, they have more room, they have more space and everything. That didn't suit me as well as uh, like the NHL size rings and everything. So I, I felt pretty comfortable from, from like the start it was more like some like getting used to the angles and like the, the trapezoid too obviously <laughs> yeah definitely it's definitely a, a different experience that you certainly have to get used to but you ended up getting used to it uh in 2010 because after going undrafted in 2009 you signed as a free agent in 2010 with the vancouver canucks what was that mentality like for you uh, not having your name called out during the actual draft, but being able to sign with the team a year later. Yeah, like for me, the draft and everything wasn't really a big deal. Like I, I, I knew that goalies de develop later and everything, and I knew that if I just put the, uh, my work down with Lexa and Brinas, that I was going to get the chance. Like eventually, I, I. Uh, kind of uh, expected that it was going to take like a, maybe like a year or two more than it actually did before I signed. But I guess they they saw something in me uh, that the, the other teams did, didn't. So. Hey, and that's a good thing because in 2010, during the 2010-2011 season, uh, when you were playing with the Canucks AHL team, uh, the Manitoba Moose at the time, you were named to the AHL's all-rookie team. What was it like being named to that squad and starting to make a name for yourself uh, in pro hockey there? Cool, cool. I mean, when I first came over, I I think a lot of people expected me to almost start in the East Coast and, and, and to be able to come in and, like, have – the camp that I did with Vancouver first, I I I I think I like 
turn some heads there and 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 the people kind of like started to believe a little bit that I could play at that level and 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 yeah uh, just to cut to uh, come in and have like a really good season with 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 the uh, Manitoba that was so much fun and like we had a great great team and like for uh, an an AHL team we had like a ton of fans we had a lot of like media around the team and stuff too so that was a uh, really fun uh, getting used to as well now one thing that's unique about hockey players whether you're a skater like a forward a defenseman a goalie etc you get nicknames and your nickname in the league was the stork now how did how and where did the stork come from how did that nickname get started so I think it started in like Lex and Urbinus, I think. It was just like my my uh, long legs and, and, and I mean, uh, I was very thin back then. I didn't have a lot of muscle. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess that's where it originated from, right? <laughs> gotcha. Just, just able to block the whole net by, by the wingspan, eh? <laughs> That's it. Now, um, <laughs> yeah, it must have been something like that. Now, on October 6, 2013, you made your first appearance uh, between the pipes for the Canucks, where you earned your first NHL win. Uh, the game ended up going into overtime, but Mike Santorelli uh, ended up scoring the overtime winner to secure your win. What was your mind going through when you kind of heard the buzzer, saw the red light at the other end of the ring? And you knew you won your first NHL game. It was so cool. It was just like a relief, right? Just like when I I uh, remember like the first and the se second period, I was playing pretty good, but uh, they got a few quick ones to start like the third, and then they tied it with like a minute to go in the third, and I was just like. Like to uh, be able to come back and get the win and everything, like that was so cool. Like I remember uh, before the game and everything. Back then, we used to wear heart heart rate monitors and everything before the game. And uh, my strength coach Roger Takahashi said that uh, during. The national anthem and everything my heart rate was like 180 185 right so i was just like ner ner nervous before the game but like just so so happy to get the win yeah and that's really good too because it's always those first wins are always so instrumental in your career um and talking about firsts of kind of things um i do want to mention a little bit about the feeling around getting your first uh, shutout in the NHL, but also having that being on home ice. Yeah, so uh, that was uh, funny. It was against Carolina Hurricanes, right, where I ended up getting tra traded to. And uh, I remember Roly Melanson, my goalie coach, he uh, came up to me before the game and everything, and, and he was like, just enjoy it like you're always going to remember your first home game and everything and like being my first home game and like getting my first shout out like yeah, that was 100% like very special for me 
Now, talking about Carolina and being traded uh, to them, during your NHL career, you actually ended up playing for four different teams, Vancouver, where you started, then Carolina, Calgary, and finally New Jersey. Out of those four teams, which would you have to say was probably your favorite uh, city or team to play for? So I, so I think my favorite was uh, Vancouver. Like, that's where I came up through their system, like – I I uh, love Vancouver as a city. Like uh, that 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 that's kind of where I play my best ho- hockey too. So I I uh, definitely enjoyed Vancouver the most. Now throughout your career, also uh, every team, every time your team won, you did what was now dubbed the lock dance. <laughs> the tradition of the lock dance get started. <laughs> I have no idea. Like I, I think just looking back at it, there was like one game where I was like super happy, and I just like like it kept me and everything. And like I, I don't even remember like exactly how it started, but 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 yeah. That was kind of like a fun thing that I could do, like uh, with the fans and like the younger fans and everything. They loved it too, right? So yeah, it was just like a fun, fun, fun thing to do. Hey, you never know. Soon, the younger generation, you might see that lock dance come back into play a little bit. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Now, during your career, you played over 140 games with those four teams. Is there one game that stands out in your mind that was the most memorable or toughest game in your career? Yeah, I I think when we clinched the playoffs with Vancouver, so uh, we were in like a battle with LA for that last spot and everything, like, and it was really tied with just like a few games left, and we played them at home, uh, like. I think the third last game and we won two one in a shootout to like clinch like the playoffs and everything. And like, that was just like so cool. The atmosphere was uh, great at Rogers arena and, and, and yeah, just, ju- just like, that's probably like the game uh, that I got best memories from, I think. Now, talking about those memories as well, out of all the stadiums that you were able to compete in and travel to, which stadium was your favorite to play in? Chicago. Like, uh, since Vancouver's farm team was there and I played there for two years, I always, like, ended up going to, like, the United Center to watch NHL games and everything. Like, uh, my wife is from there. So so I always had, like... uh, friends and family that would come and watch the games and everything. So, yeah, I, I, I uh, loved playing at the uh, United Center. They always had, like, like a great team. It was, like, a rivalry game too, right? So, yeah, that's, that's for sure my, my, my favorite drink to play in. Now, a lot of people in their lives have individuals that were big mentors for them, either growing up in their sport or off the uh, – Ice, in your case, kind of pushing them to succeed. Was there someone in your life that helped you, helped guide you, and was a big mentor for you? Yeah, I mean, my dad has always 
been been there for me. He's always dri driven me to practices. He was my coach up until I was 16, I think. And and yeah, just just uh, he is the most influential person that I've had so far in my life, I think. And 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 yeah, just uh, teaching me about life in general, like. Goalie wise, I I uh, I've loved watching Henrik Lundqvist play. Like uh, he came up when I was like twelve or thirteen years old back home in Sweden, and like he he was just like such a great goalie to watch and learn from. So yeah, those yeah. are the two. Now off the ice, you like I just want to talk about off the ice for a minute. Um, yeah. You decided, actually, sorry, let me get, I'll refrain back for a sec. So earlier this year in March, you actually announced your retirement from the NHL. What was the mentality like for you knowing that you're stepping away for the game, but on your terms? You see a lot of times where athletes may have to back away because of injury or something like that or, or a bad taste in their mouth. What was it like for you uh, with your retirement? Yeah, no, it, that was an easy decision for me to make like I I've been battling these hip issues and stuff for so long and I ba basically uh, just told myself before my last surgery that uh, if I'm not a hundred percent I'm not gonna force it again and like it's not fair to me or fair to whatever team that would sign me right so I I, I uh, just wanted to make sure that I could live a normal life after hockey and 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 yeah i'm i'm uh, happy to say that that i'm i'm like pretty close to a normal life now and that's uh great and maybe hey maybe it was pulling one too many uh the lock dances after a win for those <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> you might be right um, now, talking about that normal life after hockey, uh, you now are a real estate agent in Arizona. What made you want to get into the real estate game um, and make that as a career? So I've always been interested in it. Like that's a, a part of what my family does back home in Sweden. We have hotels and like uh, real estate investments and everything back home. So I kind of wanted to do a my own thing with that and and like just just to challenge myself like i i think that i could have done something with hockey or being a coach like i'm i'm uh, coaching asu down here too but that, that 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 that's basically just something for me to uh, stay within the game like i i wanted to do something completely new to challenge myself and, 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 and yeah, just start something new. Well, hey, there you go, guys. If anyone's watching that lives in Arizona, hit Eddie up for a room, for a house and he'll, he'll get you a right <laughs> need. Um, I appreciate it. Now, one last question I have for you is if there's anyone that is watching that is wanting to get into hockey, kind of start off their sport career, anything like that, or even just getting into sports from a coaching perspective, what kind of words of wisdom or advice would you want to share with those, uh, the younger generation? I would just say that, that like, whatever you want to do, if it's hockey, if it's sport, if it's something else, just follow your passion. Like, like uh, 
when you're excited about something and like you have a passion about something, you're going to put like all your living energy into that thing. Right. And, 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 uh, uh, I, I, uh, that's what I tried to follow my entire career. Right. Like I feel like I'm one of those guys that had the most fun at the rink and I truly enjoyed going, uh, to the ring and I think that's what I was lacking a little bit at the end with my injuries and everything and 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 and, and uh, that's why like I always say just follow your passion work hard and and uh, things are going to work out the words of wisdom from the great Eddie Lack thank you so much sir for taking the time uh to chat with us to be on the show um we really thank you it and uh all the best in the future perfect have a great day. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks so much. Take care. <laughs> All right, everyone. That was Eddie Lack from the Vancouver Canucks NHL alumni. Uh, thank you to Eddie for joining us, and thank you all for tuning in on another episode of From the Stands. We appreciate it. Uh, we hope you all have a great day. Take care.